Did you know that studies have shown affirmations can profoundly influence your psychological well-being, enhancing self-confidence and reducing anxiety? Here at Positive Birth Australia, we have crafted a 20-minute birth affirmations track filled with soulful, carefully curated affirmations to empower, inspire, and guide you to deeply remember the power you hold within. And to my fellow belly birth mothers, we have created a track specifically for you to honor that all birth is a sacred moment of profound significance. For only $5, you can download and immerse yourself in our affirmations track to transform your mindset in the lead up to birth and during labor, serving as a potent reminder of the inherent power and love you possess. Visit us at www.positivebirthaustralia.com or head to the show notes and follow the link provided to start your journey toward a more empowered birth experience. Welcome to Positive Birth Australia, a podcast created to empower and educate mothers along their own pregnancy journey. Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Sky Marie. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back to season two of Positive Birth Australia, guys. I learned so much from season one of interviews, and I'm so eager to continue learning through this season. I also just wanted to take this opportunity to thank you all so much for listening and supporting this small yet worthy cause of educating, inspiring, and hopefully healing some of you through the power of sharing other women's journeys. I am so grateful for this platform and even more grateful I get to connect with so many incredibly inspiring humans. So let's jump into our first episode of 2021. On today's show, I chat with Sam about the empowering home birth of her daughter, Isla. After hearing a powerful home birth story from her hairdresser, she sought out the support of a private midwife to assist her and her husband to birth their first child safely at home in their own peaceful environment. Initially thinking she was much too early to go into labor, her precious little girl made her entrance earthside at 38 weeks gestation. We chat about how she dealt with negative comments received about her choice to home birth and how she prepared herself for the journey ahead. I hope you guys enjoy this beautiful episode. Hi, Sam. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. Do you want to just quickly tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you live and who's in your family? Yeah, absolutely. So I live in Brisbane with my partner and um, my five-month-old, five and one week, five months and one week year old daughter Isla and uh, our little toy poodle lamb as well. Cute. And did you guys plan your pregnancy with Isla? No, we didn't. Um, We were kind of like, if it happened, it happened kind of thing. Yeah. Because we're like, we're 30, turned 32 this year. Mm -hmm. So we were just at that stage where it was like, if it happens, it happens, but we weren't really planning. Yeah. Okay. And did it take long? Uh, not really, because we actually it actually happened when we moved house. So I was using um, I'm not sure if you've heard of a daisy. It's like a alternative contraception th- thing no. that tells you when you're ovulating. Um, so I was using one of those, and I when we were moving, like I, it kind of just got lost somewhere, and I forgot mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So 
yeah, that's kind of when it happened, <laughs> when I didn't really know whether I was, like, ovulating or yeah, not. So that's yeah. awesome. And how was your pregnancy with her? Yeah, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- the first trimester, I was sick the whole time. Like, oh. I getting out of bed felt, like, the hardest thing in the world. Isn't it horrible? Um, yeah, it was, like, 24-7 sickness. Yeah. I'm like, what is this morning I know. talking about? <laughs> Who named it that? It's so annoying. I don't I've always said I honestly think that women need maternity leave at the beginning of their pregnancy as well. Yeah, I, that's, that's such a Yeah, it's hard yes. work. And then after the first trimester, you were fine? Yeah, I was pretty good then. Um, the second tri- trimester I absolutely loved because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it was just like a comfortable stage where you could tell I was pregnant, didn't really look like I'd just had a really big lunch or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, third trimester was good. Just got a little bit tired towards the end, but apart from that, it was really good. Yeah, awesome. And what model of care did you end up choosing? So I had a private midwife. Mm -hmm. Um, We originally started out going to the hospitals with our hospital appointments, but I just didn't really feel um, good when I I was getting a lot of anxiety when I would go to the appointments. And it just kind of felt like every time I went for her scans and things, they would pick something else out that was possibly wrong with her and it was just stressing me out. So, um, yeah, I had a chat to a private midwife and I felt really comfortable with her. So I ended up just having all of my appointments from then on with her. Amazing. Yeah, so once I had – because there was a couple of things with my scans that – there was a, originally a hemorrhage, so once that was cleared, it was all good. Yeah. And I had a low-lying placenta. So once all the scans showed that that was all good, I stopped all of those appointments and just did everything with my midwife. That's amazing. Did you have anyone around you that had used a private midwife before? Uh, no, I hadn't actually. Like no one in my family or friends had done it. I yeah, wow. found out about my midwife through, have you, I'm not sure if you've heard of um, Olive Eco Hair. No. But the Oh, well, it's, it's a cute little hairdresser's, but the owner of that, her name's Jade. And yeah. I remember like a long time ago before I was even thinking about having a baby, I was in there getting my hair done and she had a little baby. She had two kids, but one was a little baby and mm-hmm. she was telling me about her birth story and it just kind of sat with me and I knew that there was a reason that she was telling me about it. Like it was like why I was hearing that story. Um, and then when she found out that I was pregnant with Isla, she reached out to me again and she was like, Hey, I don't know if you remember. And I'm like, yeah, I do actually, I was actually going to reach out to you and ask you about it again. Mm. So that's how I found out about them. Yeah. And so you decided not to go through the hospital. So we had a home birth. I, Mm -hmm. I, yeah, hospital never really felt right for me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, I just kind of wanted to be in a comfortable space at home. Um, so that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the reception like when you told people around you that you were home birthing? My family was a little bit concerned at first because they, yeah, they didn't, it's more normal to um, go in the hospital and Mm. yeah. And how did you deal with that? Um, You know, I I ended up just kind of asking them not to um, talk about like any negative things Mm. about home births anymore just because I didn't want my energy to be messed with yeah 
that's, yeah. that's what I found. Like if people were coming to me and saying, hey, I heard this thing that happened in a home birth mm-hmm. and then I would start to feel a little bit of anxiety and stress. So I just asked people not to tell me about it because yeah. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't yeah, need it. Yeah, absolutely. People don't realise the power of their words. And what was the process like for you having a private midwife? So we had regular appointments with uh, my midwife. So a lot of the appointments were actually at my home. So she'd just come to the house and she'd just basically, we'd just chat and hang out and um, she'd make sure I was okay, you know, check the baby was okay. And, yeah, they were pretty... uh, Relaxed. Yeah, pretty relaxed and I just felt really comfortable and we just got to know each other, which was nice. I didn't feel like I was just... Um, a number, which is how I felt in the, like, personally, that's how I felt when I um, was going to appointments in the hospital. So it was nice to kind of create a good relationship with her. And how was your hubby with the decision to home birth? Yeah, he was all for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, he was, at first I was kind of like, oh, should we just do it like the normal way and go to the hospital? And Mm -hmm. he was like, just whatever you feel like is the right thing to do, then do that. So he was supportive right from the get-go. So amazing. Did you guys find out what you were having? No, we didn't. We <gasps> left it as a surprise. Oh, how cool. I love that little girl too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to take us to that first sign of labour? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first kind of sign for me was actually the night before I woke up feeling quite unwell and oh, okay. I had what I at, at the time I thought they were just like Braxton Hicks um, I hadn't really had much much of that but I'd heard about it so I was like oh this must be that because I woke up in the morning and I was fine mm-hmm. um, but I ended up how far along were you sorry I was oh my goodness uh, 37 <gasps> weeks just just 38 weeks 38 weeks wow yeah so she came two weeks early and she actually came on the exact date that I predicted she would (laughs) (gasps) you're joking how did you predict that I just had this really strong feeling and I kept saying it to my partner and he's like he's like no first babies don't come early you heard the midwife I'm like nah it's coming early (laughs) just that strong intuition wow Yeah. yeah wish I had that. I definitely didn't. <laughs> I didn't in all areas of my pregnancy, don't worry. There's a lot of things I yeah. got wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually quite funny because we had a water birth at home and I had the pool and everything mm-hmm. already at home, but there was a couple of things that we still needed to get that I hadn't mm-hmm. got. And the day before, um, I thought, oh, I'm going to just go to the shops and get these last bit of things um, organized. We needed the pump for the pool mm-hmm. and there was something else. I can't remember what it was, but, um, yeah, I went and got that and then literally the next day is when I went into labor. So it was so lucky that we got it. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you were you woke up with a bit of pain and you were feeling a bit unwell. Yeah. So um, and I had an event uh organized that day because we run monthly events in Brisbane called Empowered Women Collective and we had one of the events that day. Awesome. Do you want to just quickly tell us a little bit about that? Yeah so um, myself and my friend Grace actually started it maybe a little over a year ago and Mm -hmm. uh, we basically just started it to kind of get women together and create a really nice safe fun space where everyone felt like they could be themselves 
you know, free from oh, I love that. yeah, free from gossip and any kind of toxic negative talk. We just wanted to create a really nice space similar to the kind of friendship that I have with Grace. So yeah, that's how that started. <laughs> that's incredible. So you had one of those that yeah. day. And I woke up and I was like, oh, maybe I should just stay home and rest because I had a feeling something, you know, it was happening. But I ended up going and as soon as I got home, I was like, I'm going to go have a quick shower and I'm going to grab Lamb, my dog Lamb, and I'll sit down and relax and watch something. And as soon as I walked through the door, it all just started happening. (laughs) Wow. So did you call your midwife? Not straight away, no. Um, I kind of just hung out in the shower for a bit just to help relieve the pain and then would go back and forth to the shower to bed and then I said to my partner Richard I was like I think you should probably fill up the pool so Mm -hmm. he filled up the pool and I just hopped in that and he was like do you want me to call her yet I'm like no I don't know if it's time just yet I don't want to waste her time Mm -hmm. but she ended up making the decision to come because my partner called her and she could hear me in the background and she's like, uh, I think I should come. <laughs> Which, yeah, and about three hours after is when Isla arrives. So Three hours, wow. And what was your headspace like at that point? Like were you going within? Were you trying different techniques? Where were you at? Uh, I was very internal. So I, yeah. we had the space set up in our bedroom. So we had the pool and we had like fairy lights and I had – um, affirmation like birth affirmations on my mirror next to the pool and so I had the intention of like looking at my affirmations and all these things I was going to do but honestly I just went internally and I was just um Richard said a few times he's like it was like you were just looking through me and I kind of was I was just not really looking at anything I was just so internal and just focusing on my breathing and yeah I was pretty quiet throughout the whole thing um, in saying that though, I, I had this feeling like, is this, like I wasn't getting anywhere, if that makes sense. Like, I'm like, is it oh, okay. ever going to happen? Like, cause I was watching for a long time and obviously cause most women do, but, um, yeah. Mm. So your body was naturally pushing though. Yeah, it was, it was in the beginning towards mm-hmm. the end. I started really, really pushing and my midwife at one point just like told me to just slow it down a little bit. Um, yeah, because I was just like, okay, I'm gonna get her. She's coming out. I'm getting her out. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. And did you end up having any tearing or? I had a little bit of tearing, so yeah. Um, and I had some up the front as well because I for I, it was about eight hours of active labor, and pretty much okay. the entire time I was in um, malasana, which is a yogi squat. Um, yeah, I was in that position the, pretty much the whole time and that's how I gave birth to Isla as well. So being in that position kind of created a little bit of a tear up the front as well, but it was nothing. Yeah, interesting. And was that a position you chose for a particular reason or was it just what felt comfortable in the moment? Yeah, so for me, like I, I know a lot of people feel a lot of the pain and contractions around their um, abdomen for me, it was more in my lower back. It was really, really painful. So I kind of felt like that was the only kind of position that was somewhat making it feel okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Every time I try and lie back or anything, I was like, oh, no, this is not good. So 
And that's what you got to do, just listen to your body, hey? Yeah, that's right. And what were you feeling in that moment once she was here? I was kind of feeling relieved and excited because I did um, throughout a few times I was just I kind of felt like um, this feeling of wanting to give up, but obviously you can't give up because she's got to come out. But I yeah. <laughs> have a few moments of like overwhelm where I was like, oh, is this like not, is this ever going to end? Yeah. At one point, like it, when it was getting towards the end and she was, her head was starting to come out, my midwife asked me to just have a feel down there to see what I could feel and I could, sorry, <laughs> she's a bit loud. No, she's um, fine. Yeah, she was like, just see if you can feel anything. And I put my hand down. I could feel it like she had so much hair when she was. <gasps> so that's all I could oh, feel was like. A I'm big... so jealous. <laughs> she's starting to lose a lot of it now. but Is she? Oh, it'll grow back. Yeah. I just wanted one baby with hair. Just one. <laughs> but I had three baldies. My partner was had a full wig when he was born. Wow. Well, that's what she was like too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. <laughs> that's yeah. incredible. And then that moment when you realized it was a girl, who told you it was a girl? Or well, did I, you see? I actually seen because when she came out, once I she came out into the water and I scooped her up pretty quickly and just burst into tears. Oh, so um, excited and just felt so much love straight away. Um, But it wasn't, I was kind of hugging her into me for a while before I think it might've been my midwife said, Oh, is it a boy or a girl? And I was like, Oh, I actually don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) And then we checked. (laughs) oh special and a little girl too and how was your hubby throughout the whole journey he was so excited he was amazing through the whole thing beautiful yeah he was so supportive and it it was quite good because he knows me quite well and he knows that um I kind of like to do things on my own if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so yeah him seeing me just go quiet and go internally he knew to just stand back and just leave yeah it Um, yeah amazing so it was really good what a vision for him to see you do that yeah honestly (laughs) I know he came out the next day and he was like I just have like you're just amazing he's like I already you're amazing but I have more respect now (laughs) yeah yeah oh wow that's so powerful yeah so afterwards did you do delayed cord clamping obviously Uh, yes yeah so it actually took about two hours for my placenta to actually come out. Okay. Were you in the pool that whole time or? No, we were in there for a little while and then mm-hmm. it was just not coming. So we, we, I hopped out and lied in bed for a little bit. Um, yeah. And then I ended up like going and sitting on the toilet. My midwife put something like a plastic thing over the toilet to catch it. And I yeah. sat on there and it ended up coming out on there. Um, I was like, you, you think that you give birth and then that's it. <laughs> so I was like, what, what is this? Oh, no. What's going on? And, I mean, I, at that point I just had no energy. So I feel like that's why it feels so hard to get it out. Yeah. You just don't have any energy anymore. And you've also just pushed a baby out. So you're like, no more. <laughs> yeah. How's your breastfeeding journey been? Uh, it was really awful, to be honest, <laughs> in the beginning. Um, yeah, I that's had, pretty common. Yeah, a lot of tears. Um, yeah. you know, I actually ended up having a lactation consultant come out because I was just like struggling. Yeah, it was so bad. And, but that made a huge difference. Just getting someone that actually knew what they were doing to come in and just see what I was doing and give me some other techniques. But yeah, my, my nipples took probably 
two months to heal properly <laughs> from it. Yeah, same with me. Yeah. You do. I mean, no one really talks about that as well. You sort of like birth, 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 but then, you know, for me, the birth was the easy part. It was the <laughs> breastfeeding that was yeah. so much harder. I mean, that dragged on for six weeks of yeah. torture I went through, but oh, yeah. I could- I honestly, I feel like I'm speaking to myself when you say that because it was the same yeah. for me. <laughs> I was like, I'll do the yeah the birth again, but that those first six weeks of breastfeeding mm. or first two months, I think after the yeah. six weeks it started to feel a little bit better, but it was still like a yeah. little bit um, sore. Yeah. And then, and have you continued to breastfeed or have you? Yeah, we're still breastfeeding, and it feels awesome. really normal now, and it's easy. Yeah. So, will you guys go back for baby number two? We're not too sure yet. Um, oh, okay, yeah. We kind of do want to, but don't want to. I. You're five months deep, though, so yeah. you're still in the hard part. Yeah, I think it'd be nice for her to have a sibling, but we'll yeah. See. Would you do anything differently next time around? No, definitely not. I'd I'd still do it. I'd use my same midwife. I absolutely love her, so I'd definitely be going straight back to her. I even said to Richard now that I've given birth at home. I feel like if, if for example, for some reason we were out somewhere and we, like, didn't have any help, I, feel, I would feel confident to give birth by myself, Yeah, which I, I think is really empowering, whereas before there's no way I would have. <laughs> yeah, isn't that amazing? Do you feel like that birth and experience changed you? Oh, 100%. I felt like I was a newborn not like a baby oh, wow. but like you know yeah you know, like you're reborn as like a completely different person yeah and just knowing that you were capable of doing that and I mean you really did it on your own you had someone there but you did it yeah <laughs> yeah I think having that the person there though makes a huge difference you know and they know what yeah. they're doing so it's like if something starts to seem a little bit um mm. not right they know when if they need to like send you to a hospital or something yeah yeah and do you have any advice for any expectant mums out there anything that you would have wanted to hear before you fell pregnant um oh gosh there's probably lots of things but mm. I think just really listening to your gut and your intuition and yes. um not taking on other people's birth trauma or pregnancy Mm -hmm. trauma or other people's energies and opinions um, and just feeling confident to actually tell people not not to keep talking to you about stuff and keep stories to themselves because I find that that can create a lot of anxiety for women is when people are like oh this horrible thing happened to me I hope that won't happen Mm -hmm. to you or Mm -hmm. um, you know just all these stories that we take on from other people that affect us so Absolutely. And I think just doing um, what feels right for you because I've had a few people reach out to me and say, oh, I think I'm a little bit too scared to have a home birth. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I say, well, if if it doesn't feel right for you, don't do it. Go to a hospital. You have to do what feels right for you. Mm-hmm. And I think like if you've got it in the back of your head that maybe you want to do something different to the traditional route, um, just calling a private midwife and having a chat to them because that they're always going to be happy to answer your questions and yeah yeah anything that you're concerned about they'll tell you and they'll always be like really open and give you all the information that you need so that you can make the yeah. right decision for yourself and how are all your girlfriends that do you have friends around you that have had babies uh i have a few i've actually yeah know a lot of people right now that are pregnant <laughs> 
And are they all just like, oh, my God, you did a home birth? (laughs) Like, what's the vibe there? Yeah, so a a lot of them, I think a couple of them have actually um, organized to do the same thing. Um, Awesome. That is so amazing. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool too. You've kind of opened that pathway up for them. Yeah, and I know some of them have thought about it but feel more comfortable with the hospital as well, which is totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know, yeah, I know so many people pregnant right now. It's actually crazy. Oh, I know. They're COVID babies. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and it's nice as well because there are so many more positive stories out there now. Like when I fell pregnant with Bella, I mean, there was none. There was yeah. hardly any. Everyone's birth story was pretty traumatic. So yeah. it's nice yeah, to absolutely. see the shift happening. Yeah, definitely. And I, I say that to Richard as well. I, I, like if we had have had a baby when we were a lot younger, it would have been a mm-hmm. completely different story because obviously I wasn't as open to the things that I'm open to now. And, yeah. um, you know, I didn't, I only knew of like not so nice birth stories. So yeah. yeah, it would have been completely different. So true. What did you guys decide to do with your placenta? It sat in my fridge for a really long time. Oh, not my sorry, my freezer. Yeah, yeah, because I was so unsure what to do with it. But then we ended okay. up just like disposing of it appropriately. Um, yeah. But yeah, at first I was like, I might get it encapsulated, and mm-hmm. yeah, it just kind of sat there and time passed. Yeah. By and and we we're like, okay, we need to get it out of the freezer. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't do anything exciting with it at all. And how big was she when she came out, seeing as you had her at 38 weeks? She was um, just under eight pounds. So oh, she was awesome. pretty She just decided to join us yeah. early. But I mean, eight pounds, she was probably full. That's her full term. Yeah, yeah. That's you know? what I said to Richard. Imagine if she had have gone another two weeks. <laughs> she would probably yeah. have been huge. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sam, for coming on today and sharing your beautiful journey with us. I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. That brings us to the end of today's episode, guys. Sam chose to stand in her power and kindly ask people not to pass on their negative energy stories and thoughts when she announced she was birthing at home. I think that's such a great tip for any mother out there, no matter how you choose to birth your babies. Don't let others project their fears onto you because words are powerful and your mindset is truly everything. Follow along on Sam's motherhood journey through her Instagram page and for all the details on her Empowered Women Collective circles. I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Positive Birth Australia.